Welcome to Creating the Path, a podcast for entrepreneurs who want to create their own unique pathway to success and happiness. I'm your host, Heather Grace Hansen, and each week I'll be sharing tips and strategies to help you create the path to a life you love. Let's dive in. Hello, and welcome back to the podcast, or welcome if this is your first time listening. Today I have five tips for how to rest when you don't know how. Last week, we talked about just how important it is to rest and how we need to start a rest revolution to get rid of burnout culture forever. And continuing on that theme, today I wanted to talk about how to rest when you don't know how, because I hear people talk about this and I experienced this myself when I quit my nine to five job. I was so used to being in working mode 24 hours a day or, you know, all of my waking hours that it like, I actually didn't know how to rest. Like I couldn't, I couldn't turn off my brain. I couldn't stop. I just like, my body was just always revved up to just go, go, go. So when you're in that place, you actually have to kind of learn how to rest or like reteach yourself how to rest and kind of work your way into it slowly. So today I have five tips for how you can do that if you, you know, are feeling like you have a hard time resting or just don't even know what to do to rest. So let's get into it. So my first tip is to calm the nervous system. And I have a few tips within this, um, but that's really the first one because what's happening when you are having a hard time resting is, like I said, you know, your, your nervous system is just in this like go, go, go mode. So the first thing you want to do is just like calm it down. So there's a few ways that you can do this. The easiest way is to just do a, a breathing exercise and to not make it complicated What I always tell people is the easiest way, like there's two ways that the breath works. When you breathe in, you're revving up your nervous system. And when you breathe out, you're calming your nervous system down. So the simplest thing you can do when you want to calm yourself down is to take some deep breaths, but make sure that your exhales are longer. So you you can either do it by counting, or a lot of times when I do it, I don't even count. I just make sure that when I, I'll take, you know, like a deep, quick breath in, and then I'll just exhale for as long as I can. But if you want, you know, you can breathe in for like three seconds and exhale for six, or breathe in for four seconds and breathe out for eight, however you want to do that. But just focus on doing the longer exhales, uh, because that is what will calm you down. Or alternative, some people really like um, another breathing exercise called box breathing. And basically what you do there is you would just pick a count, you know, maybe um, four seconds or three or five, whatever you want to do. But let's, let's use four for the example. You would breathe in for four seconds, hold your breath for four seconds, breathe out for four seconds, and then hold and then breathe in for four seconds again, and then start the box again. And the way the reason they call it box is because um, a lot of times they'll say it's helpful as you're doing this exercise is to 
picture yourself drawing a box as you're doing this. So you can draw one side of the box as you're breathing in, and then another side as you're holding, and then another side as you're breathing out, and then another side as you're holding your breath again. So you're like creating a box with your breath, basically. (laughs) And those are the two simplest exercises I usually do. Um, You know, there's other things that people say, like doing different counts and everything. But, you know, when you're not used to doing breathing exercise, exercises, I think the easiest thing is to just keep it simple and focus on longer exhales. Um, Because in the box breathing, because you're doing the even breathing, the other thing I want to mention is... I personally find that exercise to be a very grounding breathing exercise um, and stabilizing. But if you're really wanting wanting to focus on um, calming down, that's when I would focus on the longer exhales. And there's another um, there's another technique also that you can do to calm the nervous system down. Um, I may, I think I may have mentioned this on the podcast before, um, but it's something called havening. And um, I'll try to explain this. Uh, It's easier maybe to see in video and you can definitely look up havening on YouTube and you should be able to find something. Um, But I think I can explain this pretty simply. Basically, you would take the palms of your hands and place them on your forehead. And then you basically just take your hand and stroke it down the side of your face. So you place your hands on your forehead, and then you stroke down over your temple, over your cheeks, um, and down to your chin. And then just keep doing that, you know, just um, keep stroking from the top to the bottom along the side of your face. And that is um, a very simple havening technique. Another way you can do havening is by placing your hands on each opposite bicep and basically stroke your upper arm. So havening basically is like a self-soothing technique. So that's why you're using these like strokes with your hands to stroke your face or your upper arm to basically soothe yourself. And what's interesting about havening is like we if you think about it we actually do this instinctively. So you may have experienced this or seen other people do this, but, you know, in like a moment of frustration or just exasperation, you might, you know, put your hands on your face and just kind of like wipe your face, like, and usually it's accompanied by like a a deep sigh or like a groaning sound, you know, you just put your hands over your face and just kind of like rub your forehead and you're just like, oh my God, (laughs) like... Um, when you're just like really exasperated. So, you know, we actually do this instinctively to calm ourselves down in that moment. So that's what I think is really interesting about that. Because to me, that signals that there's something biological of like how this actually works. So one last tip on how to calm the nervous system. And this is this is maybe an unusual one because I learned this tip actually as a way to get yourself to focus, not specifically to calm the nervous system down, but I I do find it um, for myself helpful and I do feel that it is kind of calming. So what you do is like the idea is to take an object. Usually I say a pen, 
um, but it could be anything. Like take a pen or any object that's around you and just focus on it. Like use your vision to focus on that object and notice the different colors, the different shapes of it. Like if you think about it, a pen, you know, we usually don't look at them that closely. And whenever I do this exercise, um, you know, at some point you might be used to what your pens look like if you do this often enough. But um, when you do it the first time, you might notice like, oh, look at all these like interesting shapes. Like look at all the interesting colors and look at the interesting curve on the little clicker thingy or whatever. You know, you'd be surprised if you pick up a pen, you know, depending on the pen, um, you'd be surprised like how many different little like details and shapes and little parts make up the pen and and things like that. So I've found, and so this works um, to focus yourself because, uh, and it's, it's kind of like an anti-procrastination tip um, because, you know, if you're just, if your mind is like all over the place and you can't figure out what to focus on, or you're having a hard time getting yourself to focus by using your vision to focus on one object and to focus all your thoughts on that object, that's a way to get your whole brain to just be focused basically. Um, and I have found it to be calming because when you're in that place of, being all over the place and not figuring, not knowing what to focus on and, and things like that. It can like, at least for me, there's a lot of anxiety around that. So I find that when I focus on something like that, it focuses my thoughts and it reduces a lot of that anxiety. So I personally feel that this technique can be used to both get yourself to focus before you're ready to start working. But if you're kind of like, stressed from working and and you want to take a break and uh and get away from that i personally feel like this can also be used to transition from work to rest you know maybe what you actually want to do rather than you know focusing on a pen at your desk maybe you want to go sit on the couch pick up another object and look at it for uh you know a minute or so or or whatever it is and just really focus on it and that can be a way to transition out of work get your thoughts off of work by looking at that object and focusing on it i personally feel that that can that that is kind of calming and an easy way to transition my brain off of work so a little unconventional tip but there's another one for you This episode is sponsored by my signature VIP day, Joyful Productivity. If you're feeling overworked and overwhelmed, I can help you create a plan that allows you to be more productive while working less. Yep, you heard that right. We'll create clear goals to focus on and cut out all the unnecessary busy work that's keeping you spinning your wheels, but not actually moving you forward. After one day together, you'll have a schedule that allows you to work fewer hours by managing both your time and energy and a foundation to support your success. Click the link in the show notes for more info and to submit your interest. So moving on to tip number two is to move your body. So When, so again, like if you're feeling, you know, kind of anxious, stress from work, um, the best way to complete the, the stress cycle 
is to move your body, is to move it out of yourself. So, you know, that can just be as simple as, you know, doing some stretches or dancing or yoga, whatever you want to do to kind of move your body, uh, to, to move the stress out of you or move your emotions out of you. That is a really great way to, um, calm yourself down and rest and, you know, yeah, just take a, just a great way to take a break from work and do a little movement, um, for a little bit. That is a great way to rest. Even though you are actually moving, it's very restful. It can either be used as, you know, a transition to resting after that, or just as a way to just get yourself away from work for a few minutes and, you know, shake off that excess energy you have from working. So that's tip number two. And tip number three is to start small. So when we're not used to resting, it can feel daunting. Like if someone tells you to start meditating for 15 minutes a day, oh my God, like that can be more stressful than anything else, you know? So, and that's why a lot of times you'll hear the tip, um, if you're not used to meditating, you'll start with like a minute or two minutes or something like that. Because starting small is a way to get yourself to actually do it. Because, you know, if you try to start too big, you're just not going to do it. Or you're just going to keep putting it off. You'll say like, I'll do it tomorrow. (laughs) And then tomorrow never comes, right? Because then tomorrow you say tomorrow. (laughs) So start small. You know, um, like I said, like with the breathing, if you even just stop to take a couple breaths, that's okay. That's enough. If that's all you can do that day is just start with that. And that's okay. Don't feel like you have to do so much. You know what I mean? So tip number four is to reframe rest. So again, when we're not used to resting, again, it can feel daunting or it feels lazy. Um, You know, in last week's episode, I I explained how laziness actually doesn't exist. It's just a lack of motivation. Um, But resting is not being lazy. It's intentionally managing our energy and knowing that in order to perform our best at work or at anything that we do, we have to rest. So we know that it's important. So we know it's not laziness. So if you want to, like, I actually find this to be helpful to reframe rest as productive time. Now, some people will say, oh, why does rest have to be productive? Like, why can't it just be what it is? Like, why do we have to turn it into, you know, why do we have to turn rest into work, basically? Like, if you're saying it's productive time. And that's true. You know, rest, we don't have to say that rest is productive. We don't have to turn it into, like, this whole thing. However, if that gets you to rest, then I think that's okay. Yeah, we can just um, say that rest is rest and that there's nothing wrong with that. Um, But I find that when you are used to working all the time, it can be really hard to just stop and do nothing because it just feels like, it just feels like you're wasting time. So if you reframe it as, you know, this is important, this is productive, this is part of my work, 
that I have found can be a mental shift that can get you to actually do it, to actually stop and take the breaths and do the meditation. Um, because then you don't, because then you will relieve a little bit of that anxiety that kind of feels like, oh, I'm wasting time. So whatever reframe you need in your mind to actually get yourself to rest, go ahead and reframe. Tell yourself it's productive time, whatever you need to do. It's all good. And my last tip, tip number five, and I apologize if you're hearing Barkley. He's literally in my lap right now, my dog Barkley. And he's like swallowing and making all these noises. (laughs) So I apologize for that. Um, Last tip though, is to be easy on yourself. You know, again, this is hard for people who are, you know, in work mode all the time. And when you're just starting to try and rest more, it's hard. Like I said, you know, it's like you can feel like you're wasting time or you might feel like you're being lazy. It's difficult. And, you know, and it also might feel if you're starting small, you know, a lot of things can come up around, you know, just feeling like you're not doing enough, um, things like that. So the last tip is to just don't beat yourself up if you're having a hard time with it. You know, if you are doing any of these techniques, trying to rest, if you, even if at first, if doing these things makes you feel more anxious, because again, that's very normal, um, because it can feel like you're wasting time. So initially, it can actually make you sometimes feel more anxious to do it in the beginning. So, you know, if that comes up for you, don't beat yourself up about it. This is a process and we're all learning and we're all getting better at everything that we're doing all the time. So really just be easy on yourself. Don't beat yourself up um, if you're having a hard time with this. So that is tip number five. So quick recap. First thing to do um, to rest when you don't know how or when you're not used to it is to calm your nervous system down by doing just simple breathing exercises with longer exhales Um, or doing the havening technique that I described. Again, you can look that up on YouTube. Um, Or focus your vision on like a a small object, like when you're, especially when your mind is feeling very chaotic, is just focus in on one little object. And tip number two was to move your body, just move that stress right out of your body. Tip number three, start small. Don't feel like you have to go big and take an hour-long rest every day. Just do something small. Take a couple breaths. Tip number four is to reframe it. If you have to call it productive time, if you have to say that you're working when you're, you know, sitting on the couch having a cup of tea, that's okay. Tip number five, of course, is just be easy on yourself. Don't beat yourself up if this is hard at first because it's very normal for it to be hard at first. And with that, I will say goodbye for today. And I will see you next Tuesday. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Creating the Path as much as I did. You can find the show notes for this and every episode at heathergracehansen.com slash podcast. But before you go, make sure to hit the subscribe button. New episodes drop every Tuesday. Until then, have a fabulous week.